You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, Tales of the Jedi. <laughs> I'm so stoked, man. And must I say, Holy. just a little clap yeah, yeah. for yeah. Tales on the Jedi and Dave Filoni, because wow. Yeah. Initial reactions right off the bat. Wow. Dude, I'm blown away, to be honest. I was definitely Truly. blown away. Like, I knew it would be good. Yeah. Like, I knew it would be. But I didn't think it'd be as good as it was. No, listen, man, I totally agree. And to be honest, I was expecting, you know, Count Dooku's story to go crazy, right? Because right, we haven't sure. seen that much of him when he was younger. For On sure. The other we haven't hand, seen anything of we've him. Seen, we've seen a lot of Ahsoka. I was right. not expecting her episodes to go Dude, as far as I did either. I mean, crazy. Dooku's arc was phenomenal, but Ahsoka's arc was phenomenal too. Yeah. And that's what was amazing about the storytelling. <laughs> there are no everything. fillers. <laughs> like the theme. Crazy. Like what this, I think the Tales of the Jedi did really well is the themes that it pulled off. Yeah. Like, just you can every, name an individual theme for, for sure. Each, each episode, episode for sure. And each episode had a different meaning and a different thing that can be applied not only into the Star Wars universe but your own life. Yeah, and that was amazing to me. Like the storytelling was amazing. The music was oh, the music. I can, the music I can was good. have a whole podcast just talking about the music. How beautiful <laughs> it was. But it does such. A, and I just want to highlight it did such a great job in such a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean they're working with anywhere from like I think twelve to sixteen after you include. Well, they had you know, like eighteen episodes, but still, yeah. That was the uh, longest. Well, they, you know, they had like two to three minutes of credits. Like, yeah. it, it was a while. So, like, I think literally like, the longest screen time, you know, that was about like 15, 16 yeah. minutes. But it, then again, if you put like all three arcs together, then you have like two shorts, like pretty much one hour shows. So, um, that's pretty good, you know, as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, phenomenal. You know, everything about it, I loved. And of course, Dave Funny, I mean, literally, you see like he did everything <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So, that was very, very great. Shout and of out. course, the voice talent on all of this it was, was amazing crazy. as well. Um, and we'll talk about that and stuff, but right off the bat, we're going to, we're going to, what we're going to do for this particular episode is, I mean, we're going to review, we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about yep. it. We're going to break down Dooku's arc first. Okay. We're going to do Ahsoka's arc next. Respect. And then Respect. we're going to rank the episodes okay. from our favorite to least favorite. And such, I, I enjoy them all. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> um, and then we're going to rank it out 10 in the end. All right. Um, that's, that's how it's going to go. It's so a little bit of a heads up breakdown for you guys. Mm. So to get in right off the bat, Dooku's arc. Yeah. Listen, listen, man. I, I tell you, I tell all y'all, Dooku's always been my favorite Star Wars character. Mm. And it starts off with this first episode. We can see him as a Jedi. Yes. Not only as a Jedi, but with his Padawan. But with a Padawan. And I mean, Qui Gon Jin. Qui Gon Jin. I mean, this is, I mean, amazing, dude. Amazing. amazing. I mean, the episode two, of course, is titled Justice. Um, and then we still don't really know why there was an episode one Ahsoka episode, and then it goes into three Dooku's, and then two more Ahsoka's. Yeah. I don't know why I, they did like that. Let me say, but... I think it's chronological because if you look at it, uh, Ahsoka's episode two takes place during you know the end of Order sixty six, whereas um, all of Dooku's take place before or during Phantom Menace. Right, right. You know, so I guess technically the timeline works. I really do wish they just would have done Ahsoka one, two, three, Dooku one, two, yeah, three. Yeah, split I, it up a little bit. I agree, but it was. I don't know why they necessarily did that, but it's not really that yeah. big of a deal. So, but anyway, all right. So of course, episode two is titled Justice, and of course, like you said, we get to see the younger version of a Jedi Knight, Dooku. Yeah. Um, he wasn't a master; he was just a Jedi Knight along with his Pad One. Qui-Gon Jinn, of mm. course. And uh, also, interesting enough, the Pad 1 version of Qui-Gon Jinn was voiced by Liam Neeson's son. Really? Um, so that was cool. Are you for real? Yeah, yeah. So that's really like, cool. This sounds like him, but I don't think it's him. It's, yeah. That's right. his son? That was his son no that voiced way. him. So that's really cool as well. A little nod there. So this episode was actually, I mean, it was really good. Yeah. I mean, you know, you go into 
a mission. Liam Neeson was trying to find somebody who had been taken. Mm-hmm. That's true. Think about the younger that version. Yeah, that's Think true. about that. That's true. We could got a you know another another movie in you, that. You could get like four. <laughs> four. Taken number four. Bring it on. Imagine, dude. Nathan Mogger to direct. I guess. <laughs> All right. Be terrible. Uh, Be dark. All right. Yeah, it's really so next up. All right. So of course we get into a mission between Dooku and Qui Gon who are sent to this world to kind of mediate and yeah. find a senator's son who is a, you know, kidnapped by these people. And they land on this world, and they see it's very, like, you know, it reminds me of a lot of, like, Great Depression era. Yeah, like, there's just um, nothing there. There's no nothing. resources. People are hungry. People are starving. Thirsty. People are desperate. Um, and it's, everything it's else. not a good situation. Not a good situation. <laughs> and, you know, of course, Dooku's walking around, and you can see in, you know, Dooku's face, you know, his trouble. Right, you can see like you know they're suffering and like what are we doing about it? What is you know my yeah. people on Coruscant I'm, doing about it? Very clearly, the the show it, it depicts Dooku as a man with great convictions. Yes, like, he yes. truly wants to bring peace and order. And like I said, mm-hmm. the episode is titled Justice. Right, like like Dooku sees justice as like black and white, and mm-hmm. he sees wrongs and rights as they happen. You know, and, and throughout this episode, you really get to you know, empathize right. uh, with Dooku. Like, you know, you're on his side, right. even I mean, though throughout the, the taking on all of the episodes really. And it yeah, does all an, them. a great job because, you know, you see Dooku, like he's a good guy, but yeah. you know, he's just, you know, seeing all of this you deceitfulness. Just, yeah. He was pushed too hard by, mm-hmm. by what he saw and he ended mm-hmm. up taking the wrong path to combat right. it. You know, right. whereas people like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, they, and they, Ahsoka even, Ahsoka, you know, yeah. they, they didn't. They, they go to a different path yeah. um, when dealing with this kind of controversy and stuff. Um, but, you know, what I loved about this episode is, of course, it deals, you know, not only with, you know, you see suffering in other, you know, other worlds, but you, it also deals with the political nature of the world at hand. I mean, this is before even the Clone Wars, before yeah. the Separatists. So wow. you see the political nature of the world even before a time of war and the corruptness of the Senate. And then Dooku seeing that deceitfulness of the Senate. And then having that emotion that they that translated so well, and um, of course, I don't know who voice acted Dooku, but he did really well. Yeah. Um, and not only that, but just the way they captured him in this episode, the animators and stuff, you know, sh- displaying his heartfelt like, yeah, dis- like um, just definitely like fear, not not just fear, but like anger and mm. anguish because of the fact that he's working for an organization that's corrupt. Yeah. And he's starting to feel yeah, that. And he, he feels betrayed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, he is disgusted, right? He, he sees this, this leader and, and his guards and they're, you know, they're well-fed. They're living right. in luxury. But at the same time, this, you know, this leader of this planet, he's totally abandoning his own people on some parts. And clearly, mm-hmm. you know, like they work, you know, for the council who works, you know, for the Senate. Right. Like, it's just all and, one big shebang. Right. And they support it, too, and clearly. And this, this senator, so he's struggling with that. Is, you know, this senator who's horrible, you know, is from it's this terrible, planet. He was man. elected by these people to you know, help them. And he ended up, of course, you know, going off and, you know, running with the rich and instead of helping them out. And, of course, you see that displayed. And, of course, Dooku, you know, yeah. you see his rage at this moment. They, you know, have a little blaster battle. You see, of course, the you know, his blue lightsaber that he has. Um, which makes sense because he's a duelist. Got yeah. have the blue. I was so hyped as a kid, man. I always thought blue was the coolest, and right. I had hoped that he had a blue lightsaber. But yes, he does. Indeed. He does have that blue, and of course, you know, 
with Qui Gon's green because he's more foresty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he's more into he's the force. With it. And then of course you see Dooku perform the force choke as a Jedi, as a crazy, younger Jedi, dude. like he anger. Crazy right? on and of him. course Qui Gon holds him back. He's like, you cannot do this. This is not right. This is not the way. Yeah. And even though Qui Gon doesn't agree with you know, a lot of the methods, he still knows what's right and wrong. Yeah. And he knew that was wrong, and that was wrong. You know, Dooku didn't need to do that. But however, just showing how angry he got and showing that he's already falling into the you know the yeah. trifecta or I guess. Um, the four things that, of course, Grandmaster Yoda says, of course, of fear, anger, hatred, um, and then, of course, later suffering. And then we yeah. see that in each episode. You see mm. kind of that fear of what's going to happen in the Senate. In the next episode, you see the anger of you know what's going on in the council. And then, of course, in the final episode, um, you get the hatred for yeah. everything else. So you, it was really cool buildup in those yeah. three episodes. Of like you said, that buildup in this episode, I mean, leading up to, you know, the part where he starts choking the senator, mm-hmm. he's looking around, you know, and he's playing really defensive, just, you know, deflecting right. it. But you see all the civilians behind him are just dropping down. Like, almost everybody dies, right. like, behind him, you right. know? And then even Qui-Gon, you know, he's being defensive, but Dooku decides to take the matters in his own hands. But you can just see in his eyes, like, he's, he's trying to protect these people and right like the he cares way, and he, he no he truly does and the way he sees out of it he snaps in his anger right and he just dude he goes crazy he goes like, hard oh, he dude, goes, yeah he, he does for sure wipes him out force push him he almost kills the dude which you know to be yeah. honest I he would, would have, have if quagon wasn't there I, yeah i would not have minded but like i said man they write him so well you don't they agree did. with his methods but man you agree with his um with his ideas right right you know? in a way in a way of course um, when it comes to the Senate, yes, but when it comes to the Jedi Council, you know, he can be a little bit, bit too um, out there when yeah. it comes to rules, but that's okay. All right, so that was episode two, very good justice, and of course that was proven. You see that theme of deceit in the Senate, and um, of course that translates over mm. to episode three. Fire. So episode three, we get, cho- which is called t- titled Choices. Choices. Um, and we see Dooku's beard get a little bit, you know, he gets yeah. a beard Clearly now. Clearly no man, like five, ten years you down know, the road. I don't know if he, I don't think, I don't know if Dooku ever became a master. I don't really? know if that was ever established. I don't Do you, know, I don't to know be honest. they said that because he never was a seat on the council. He did want it, yeah. but he didn't get it. That's um, right. They talked about that in his third And they talk episode. about that. And again, there's so many parallels between Dooku and Anakin that they oh, established. Oh, dude, yeah, bro. So Especially much. in the last episode, Oh, man. yeah, which we'll talk about oh, my um, even more, but even in this episode, of course. And then we see, of course, another mission um, with, you know, of course, Dooku. And then we have Mace Windu joining him on this mission. And this is even before Jason Windu was on the mount, the council. Yeah. And, of course, we know he later he runs too. it. Yeah. Um, and he was just a knight at this time, which is a little bit crazy because I figured he would have been a little bit higher than that, knowing that he becomes a second in command in, like, that short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what year this was and how many years before Phantom Menace, though. I mean, I, place, I would guess mm, anywhere between... I would say about 10 years, to be honest. Before like, Phantom Menace? Yeah, there's a pretty clear change in his hair. And right. His, you know, facial right. hair, all that mess. I don't know. I'd probably say about, you know, five years, six years five in each ten, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right, then we see them go on to a mission, and their mission was to grab the body of a Jedi who had um, yeah, sadly Mas- died. Master Katri. Yes, a Jedi we'd never heard of, right, of Yeah, we'd never heard of. And she because they was, were dead a long time ago. Yeah, she was sent there, you know, to keep peace or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, of course, before the Clone Wars and before they became battle generals, yeah. they were, their job was peace. You know, they're, you know, anchors of peace. They were... Their job was to keep the peace in the galaxy, um, mm. and of course, you know, peace. do what the Senate says in some cases. But of course, this falls into you know this episode was kind of you know last episode more deceitfulness of the Senate, but this one is more not necessarily deceitfulness of the Jedi Council, but the um, kind of two headstrong rules and regulations of the Council. Yeah, to where you see like not corrupt because I, you know they're not corrupt. Yeah, they're just 
there's going about certain methods in the wrong way. Yeah, um, and, and, and there's be. a lot of stuff that falls through the cracks. Right, like I said, we see Obi Wan deal with that. You know, the entire Clone Wars, right. man. You know, you get to see a pretty clear perspective right. from him, but you got to see the same from Dooku. I don't know. This was just really interesting to me because the whole time you see you see Mace Windu, you know, trying to kind of you know wrap it up and bring the peace, mm-hmm. but Dooku like will not stop. Like he is determined. He determined to, to find, find out, out why really this happened. person. I mean, because this could have been a friend. This yeah. could have been somebody. You know, he wants to find out and investigate what happened. Even though you know Windu, which they did a great job with Mace Windu in this episode, displaying how he is. He's by the book. He you know he wants to run <laughs> everything to the max. He wants to run everything by the council, and he's like, we can't do this yet. We got to do the council. I agree, but we got to you know talk to the council before yeah. we can proceed. Which technically, I mean, you know, he's right, but at the same time, when you're there and you have evidence, pursue it. You know, um, it honestly, looked like Dooku was kind of like the leading dude. To be honest, and like, well, yeah, like Mace, you know, Windu, like he's a rule dude, and obviously mm-hmm. Dooku isn't. Right, but like he was just following Dooku the whole time. That is true, but also I feel like you know, in a lot of senses, they were more even because if you know Dooku was above him, and I feel like well, Dooku's older, obviously, so. In a sense, he was probably was above him. Yeah, but then again, a little bit, maybe. eventually, of course, because of what Windu does, he grabs the seat on the council yeah, that Dooku was supposed to have. And, and then that only it. makes things worse. And that makes things worse. Yeah. Again, another parallel to Anakin, mm. who wanted that council seat, got it, but did not get the rank of masters. So, you know, translates over Dooku didn't even yeah. get the council seat. Further <laughs> deceit, further anger, further frustration that we see the build up. But that was, you know, episode three is also very good in showing in um, the Senate and how that was corrupt still. You, you know, you had them, but his guards, you know, they were trying to get rid of him and his guards yeah. killed the Jedi. And of course, you see more of Dooku's anger of the situation. He's like seeing more of the corruptness. He's like, what's going on in this galaxy? Like, why aren't we doing anything? Why are we, you know, as Jedi, yeah. what is going on? We shouldn't be following these idiots, in essentially. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool. And like you said, this this episode was pretty similar to the first one as far as, you know, like the deletion of the similar, planet. But right? it like, gave more build up. The guards killed, you know, their their leader and the master because the mas- their leader had, you know, turned their back right. on them just like in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And Dooku sees that. It's like almost the same exact instance. Right. And I'll see like he takes like kind of almost the same measures. Like if Dooku wasn't there, like, you know, I mean, sorry, if Windu wasn't there, you know, he would have gone far. Yeah, yeah. what have Dooku right. done? And, like, and he did kill a guard. I mean, accidentally because he shot him. In the, yeah, and then know, he, he blocked the ricochet. The but I mean, like you, you. I know they killed the Jedi, but you feel bad too. You know, for like the guards, right? Like they were doing what they thought was to best, help their people, trying to protect their people, right? Their planet. And Dooku, you know, he agrees with them, mm-hmm. and he tells like the guard that in his cell, mm-hmm. and like Windu's standing right there, he but he's like. I don't condone your methods, but it's like you had every right you to had defend every your right. planet. Mm-hmm. I was like, they're doing yeah. such a good job. Such a good job with the build up. Such a good job, character. you know, making Dooku. And also you see the relationships, of course, you know, this, after this episode, you kind of see, you know, Dooku goes in more of a dormant hatred of the things going around. You know, he doesn't yeah. show it, but he has it internally. But it also builds up to his reasoning of starting the separatists against the Republic. Yeah. It shows that, you know, why he wants you know, there to be separation. And even though the separatists are evil and horrible, it shows it, I, you know, makes you understand more why he did what yeah. he did. Um, because the Senate and the Republic isn't all that good. No, like, like truly. And, and, and definitely the big thing for this one is it was like, don't follow blindly, mm-hmm. you know, for no reason like that. That's right. what we like to be the big theme. Right. Like he mentioned multiple times, like we're just doing all this stuff 
no matter what they say, he's like, don't you ever question it? Uh-huh. You know, like in the first right. episode, he's hurt by the sand. This time, you're like, now he distrusts the Jedi Council, you know, because of the decisions, the choices that they made recently, especially with, you know, Master Katri and her death and all that junk. He's right. like, listen, man, we can't just be doing this. And of course, Mace Windu on the opposite end is like, nah, <laughs> trust. So it was cool to see that, you know, that dynamic between right. the two ideologies. For sure. And it was, it was so well done. Very good um, and enjoyable. Um, that fight scene too, and the fight scene, him um, and Mace Windu, just yes. at the same time, man, that was crazy. That was cool, and also I just have to point out because I just it just reminded me of this because it was so cool is when he cuts the tree and the lightsaber does that dope force move. Bro, with he the tree. pushes a tree. Dude, that on was so people. cool. Like he literally does like one swing move of the tree, like lightsaber through the tree, and then pushes it the pushes tree the into tree. the people. I was like, dude, that was so sick. I know. <laughs> well, also when you think about it, it was them back to back, but they had a whole circle yeah. of guards around them. You know. We see that Alcy with Ahsoka in her second episode. Right. But that part was crazy. That was so good. Ah, oh, man, I love that. Hard, so, yeah. Man. I love All that right. Hard. And then we got to transition over to episode four, mm. um, which is titled The Sith Lord. It was, <sighs> dude, this oh, episode, my, dude, man. I'm getting goosebumps. I cried. I legitimately cried um, at a certain part. Um, you probably know what part I'm yeah. talking about. Um, but, man, dude. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps. I truly am. Dude, this hit, this hit harder, possibly, than. Maybe besides like the the finale of like Clone Wars, mm-hmm. like it's up there harder than like almost anything else. It was up in this there. Style. It, it was up there. It for was sure. amazing. It was man. so amazing, and um, from everything, like everything about this episode, down to the T, down to the writing, down to everything, fit perfectly. Yeah. Like I don't, need, I'm not even exaggerating. Perfectly, yeah. and I mean, you know, this is the epitome. Of a perfect episode. This this episode yeah. has no flaws. I know that's um, right. I agree. So like we got, it's, we, got, it's really so we, got we got a recap. We got a recap. We got to talk about we it. So of course it. it starts off right off the bat. This episode takes place during and after Phantom Menace, which yeah. is super cool because you know there was always that question of we always thought that Dooku and from other you know legends and you know other theories that Dooku was still a Jedi during the yeah. time of the Phantom Menace. But this was the official confirmation. We got he hasn't you know descended yet, which was great to know. Um, but right off the bat, we see um, Papeltine apparently has already started to manipulate Dooku right off in the beginning mm. um, because we see him go into the Jedi Temple and delete the Kamino database. I had wondered like how that had to work for so long. Right, right. Completely deleted so, the cloning Dooku factory covers. file. So Sifo Diaz goes to Kamino, right? Right. And he puts, puts the, the plan in. into action, yeah. And he was under orders from the council? The Senate. Well, from he was not under, he, was, he said he was under the orders of the council. They had no idea about it, but he was under orders from the Senate, but more specifically, Palpatine. Palpatine. However, Sifo-Dyas, of course, did not know the, why. Yeah, well, we know why. And then, right. and then of course, uh, he dies. Dooku <laughs> slips in there. First of all, they never explained how he had Sifo-Dyas's, like login information. Login information. Like, he types it in, and he like... Right. Master hey, that's D. another thing for Seth another D. time. So, like, honestly, right? Like, I know he just didn't take his fingerprint, you know. Right. So but I don't know, but I mean, he deletes that mess, stuff. Man. Probably to him. He deletes it, obviously. That. that shows, of course, it made Attack of the Clones really cool, a lot cooler because you see why you know Obi Wan there, there was no existence of Kamino, and then yeah. of course Jocasta's like it doesn't exist, even though he just deleted it right in front of your face. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, <laughs> you know, um, that. he had to go to over my guy Dexter, whatever his name was, uh, arm dude. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> legend man, legend man, legend. for sure. And then of course we see that, so that was really cool to see because we knew he did it, but we didn't know how, yeah, like, we how never he went about really it. Stuff. That was one of the coolest parts. It was honest. one of the coolest parts, and not only that, it literally paved the way 
to the massacre of the Jedi, and he didn't even realize it at the time. That's what's crazy. Uh, Honestly, man, if he had known that at that time, we clearly know he wouldn't have done it. No, he wouldn't have. Like I said, he was being manipulated, and he thought he was doing the Now, later, he did know what it was. Yeah. So he was like, at that time, he was full Sith. Yeah, by that time, he had gone crazy. He all dark, so... You know, he didn't really care at that point. He's like, kill them all. But <laughs> now at this point, yeah, he just deletes it after being manipulated. Similar to Anakin again, another Anakin parallel. Palpatine's already in Dooku's ear. He knows what's happening with Maul. Mm. He doesn't have much trust in Maul. Dooku's like, okay, I can feel Dooku. Maybe he can be my new yeah. protege. My even new though, homie. Right. You know, I'm feeling like this boy might get cut in half. Right. But right. still survive. <laughs> yeah, he does. And is one of the best Star Wars villains because of that. He's great. But Dooku, and then of course, continues emulation so that was really cool to see that parallel between of course dooku and anakin and the other sith lords that yeah. palpatine takes under his wing so that's really cool to see um and the next up we see the count or the jedi temple and everybody buzzing around about how qui-gon jen had encountered a sith lord on tatooine yeah. obviously referring to the scene in phantom menace when he fights darth maul on tatooine briefly that was crazy it was like, cool to see their personal reaction see the and repercussions this angered me too because dooku you know obviously as his master mm-hmm. instantly believes it he's like i believe it you know and then it's just sad to see everyone around like just doubt. The doubt, you know, like, their and, eyes like, are just Sith shut. Or, like, well, to be fair, there has been like no trace of it, the Sith for like however many years, like probably a couple hundred years. Yeah. So for that, I mean, that's a big claim after you know so long, and then yeah. seeing that Sith Lord, obviously, you know, he was telling the truth. But Dooku, right off the bat, he's like, you know, I believe in my power one. And what I loved about this too is we truly and genuinely see that Dooku loved Qui-Gon yeah like would do anything for yeah. Qui-Gon legitimately and I loved that like I just loved like you know of course in the Jedi way you're not supposed to have that love not supposed to have the relation which also again is another parallel to Anakin and Ahsoka because yeah, Anakin Ahsoka. pours so much love into Ahsoka and then of course you know Anakin falls into that deceit and then Dooku yeah. puts so much love into Qui-Gon and of course because of some other things it's he falls so sad that. man they just kept on hating on all these Mm. You know, his good, you know, his, his truly right. human qualities. He was. And then, of course, he gets that stripped away by Palpatine, as we know, see later. Man. man, I just wish more people would have believed him, I know. Man. I know. I know. Uh, more stuff. Um, but then, of course, we see Qui-Gon come back, you know, into the Jedi Temple and talk voice. This one was voiced by Liam Neeson. No Return way. Himself. So that was awesome. Um, I was going Neeson. crazy oh, when dude, I it heard was it, great. Man. He was talking. He's like, you know, talking about his interaction with Darth Maul and the Sith Lord and his progress. And he's like, you know, Qui-Gon. Dooku's like, I believe you, you know, keep doing your booming. They talk about Obi-Wan. He's like, you know, you should meet Obi-Wan sometime. He's, he's great. He's very talented. That was crazy. And it was so good because <laughs> Dooku's so like, crazy. I would love to meet him sometime. And it was great too, because he doesn't meet him until Attack of the Clones and he takes him prisoner. Really? So that's Is cool. that the yeah, first that's time? the first time that they meet. Huh. So that's, what's really cool. You know, the translation, you know, and of course they meet many more times after that. Yeah. But it, it you know, it's that trans, you know, kind of like similar in Clone Wars. Um, the fact that General Grievous and Anakin never met throughout the entire Clone Wars series because he doesn't meet him until Revenge of the Sith. Wait, so for real? Really cool. Yeah, they, they never, never meet. They met never in interact Wars? in the entire Clone Wars just because of the fact that they don't, that in Revenge of the Sith, Anakin goes, you're taller than I expected. That was really good writing, <laughs> No man. way. In all of those arcs. I've never caught that. Yeah, if I'm all being those honest. arcs. That was really huh. cool. Um, so that was really great to see. Of course, Qui-Gon goes off, and then it shows the Sith Lord title. Mm. And then this is the part that made me cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see Dooku standing out by a tree. And at this point, I'm not really thinking yeah, anything. You have it. no idea that there's been a time jump. No, no idea. Know, as far I was as just thought he was next sitting scene. me. Dude, I, I rewinded it because I wasn't sure what's happening. Yeah, face. dude. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's talking about um, Qui Gon always loved this tree um, because he was raised on Coruscant. Also, cool knowledge. No, Qui Gon was born and raised on Coruscant. Didn't, didn't know, know that. that yeah. Did not know that. Um, so 
he he was always fascinated with this tree because there's no you know it's yeah, Coruscant, no trees no trees on Coruscant. Coruscant, which is depressing. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I must say, I can't live there. And then of course it transitions to Yaddle behind him going. Um, the funeral is soon on Naboo and um, the Jedi Council, and then that just hit me. I was like, oh no, yeah, he's dead now. My my mind started making up every excuse as to who it could be besides. Mm. My mind was like, dude, no, that that has to be somebody else. That has to be right. Padme. I was like, you idiot. He's still a Jedi. I was like, no, it can't be, man. Right. right. Uh, it was so, so, so sad. And then, of course, seeing that more love and that, that I think that was the moment similar to, I guess, I, I'm trying to just, you know, think of a parallel between Anakin. I guess the best parallel I can think of is, you know, him thinking Padme is going to die. Yeah. Um, is the best parallel I can think, even though she does later. But, and then, of course, becomes better because he wants to save Padme. Yeah. In this case, Duke uh, Qui-Gon's already dead. He can't save him, but Duke can do something about it that can avenge him in a sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was truly the moment, I think. You know, he had already been with Palpatine. Right. And I mean, it started to be manipulated. Yaddle says it later. Like, and, and the reason why, man, like she says later, Qui-Gon didn't have to die. He, he no. was so angered at the hypocrisy at the Jedi, right, right. you know, and just all the bull crap that, you know, that they stand for, that, like, one of the only people, like, he loved truly mm-hmm. got murdered by a person they didn't believe existed. Exactly. Despite his testimony. Exactly, yep. You know? Yep. I, I mean, like, honestly, if you put yourself into that same perspective, man, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, that you would go completely evil and kill right. a bunch of people. But you would like never want to be a part of anything like that ever no. again. And that's what's really cool you as know? well because, you know, Yaddle, um, shout out Yaddle because she was great in this. Yeah. I loved her. Um, voiced by Bryce Dallas Howard as well, which is really cool. Fire. Um, to see, you know, someone, she really cares about Star Wars. Yeah, apparently. Really, that's yeah. really awesome. Um, but she actually steps down from the Jedi Council because of that fact of what happened to Quite And that's on. like the only, one of the only sacrifices we've seen. Mm-hmm. Because you know, like most people just go along with their right with their dumb stuff. It's right. just like, you know what? No, this was bad. He didn't have to die. Something could have been done right. about him. So my... I, I'm stepping down, like I it's not my place and stuff. Um and it also Shout shows out. Yaddle, you know, she cared about Dooku as well. She has that care yeah. for Dooku. Um, which is, we see later, of course, in that transition. So mm. that was really cool. Shout out Yaddle there. Shout out Yaddle. That was man. awesome. She was she was very well written, and she I was. was not expecting that. I was honest. not either at all, and I wasn't expecting that big of a you've never heard role. like a word of. Yeah, she had a huge role mm-hmm. in this episode, but it was necessary. It was one a great too, role because we had to have it somewhere. We had to have you it. Know? Right. It had to be explained. Um, all right, so then we go off, and Dooku's like, "I'm done." He doesn't even want to go to the funeral, and then he goes uh, to the famous spot on Coruscant where he meets up with, um, you know, Sidious Palpatine, however you prefer to call him. Yeah. <laughs> And voiced by Ian McDermott. Mm, Shout out. Legend coming back. He did. And um, over here, you know, know, Palpatine falls into, he's like, you know, falls into that corruption, that manipulation um, of this sense. And he's continuously manipulating him. It's like, he didn't need to die. You know, all this stuff, you know, and then like Maul's dead now. And, you know, we, we can do so much more with this. We can make such a better society. And then Dooku's like, you're right. We can, we can do better, but Mm. how do I do that? And then, of course, Yaddle follows him, and then Yaddle, you know, jumps in. And yeah. obviously, as soon as you, she, you know she jumps into the place, you know her fate. Yeah, like, she you, you saw know what's about to happen. Sidious and him talking. Yeah, you know, and she's he, not in any of the other movies, right? My only you know question is, dude, why would she decide to go? I mean, I assume she that he it. left like during the funeral, right? Well, no, he didn't go to the funeral. 
Yeah, he, but I'm saying he did that instead, right? Mm, so that means yeah. she didn't go to the funeral right. as well. I to guess. Follow him. I mean, I guess she just. She's. I mean, knowing her as Yoda's species, and I guess I just hold Yoda's species in high regard of their force abilities. Yeah. Knowing that and the fact she probably sensed some sort of darkness in his clouded judgment. Yeah. That she was like, if he's not going to the funeral, yeah, what's I he wonder doing? what she's doing. So he fought. She pursued mm. him and followed him. She was wondering, and of course, she overhears the conversation between them that like what he did he deleted the files for him he did certain things yeah um that would progressively lead to what was going to build up to the clone wars and then you know she jumps in which if i was her i would have dipped yeah i would have did bad i would have reported told the council for sure but she decides to get involved she does with the most powerful actually she doesn't know who the sith lord is right but also dooku who she probably knows is who's you know, the superior duelist. Right. Like, you're, you're not coming out of that situation alive. No, and if you manage no, no, to be no. Dooku, you're still staring right. at I a guess Lord. her whole thought process is because she's known Dooku for so long. She was trying to go 2v1 against the Sith exactly. Lord. Exactly. She was thinking she in. could bring Dooku back in. She and almost did. She, almost, Dude, she very closely thing. did. It's um, actually, which is really cool. <laughs> and they go off into this confrontation with beautiful music again. Shout out. Yeah. Um, this is the best dialogue. Oh, my phenomenal dialogue. You know, Yaddle the whole time is going, you know, you don't need to you know go into this you know we can we can change it right here right now which they could have yeah and um and then palpatine the whole time is like you know you don't listen to her you know get, kill her you know join me we can you know deliver yeah. us prove your loyalty prove your loyalty to me anything and that is the exact same thing you know that was going on you know in episode three mm-hmm. With Palpatine and Anakin and manipulating him against Dooku, mm-hmm. raising up that new apprentice, just as we've seen. Like this yep. whole thing, bro, is just filled, mm-hmm. man. With and then, of course, references. he tries to do the same thing to Luke later on. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't work. But it's, like, it's just the same thing. But, dude, there's so many just beautiful references, mm-hmm. man, to Revenge of the Sith and then his relationship with Anakin. Right. Like you said, dude, what you see with Dooku. It's almost to the T exactly what you see with Anakin. And it's beautiful. Esse- yeah, essentially like literally like the same person right. turned away from the Jedi Council, you know, angry about the certain issue, right. manipulated by Palpatine, right. proved it in some terrible way. It's like yeah. the same tragic and then, story. And just, of course, a last ditch effort. Yaddle's like begging. She's like, D- you know, don't listen. You know, come back to me. You'll forget it. You know, we'll yeah. forget everything if you just come back with me and we'll fight him together. And he chooses Palpatine. And then, of course, he slams the door on her at first. I thought she was dead there. Um, yeah. I was like, damn, After dark. the most epic lightsaber battle. Oh, dude. Music going sick. on. It was sick. It was fire. And it reminded she, me of him and Yoda. Dude, yeah, it did. Episode, I bet that was the you know what they wanted to kind of yeah. show. But then, of course, she lifts the door. I, I thought was she like, was hi. dead. Like, she would have died. Dude. There were spikes on that thing. Well, she would have been She impaled. probably had a little force like bubble, I guess yeah, she did. Maybe. And then she pushed it back One up. One hand, too. She did. And um, she pushes it back up and gets out of there. She's all drained, of course, from using that much force ability because that's a heavy door. And, mm. um, you know, again, she's like, please. And then, oh, mm, man, it got me. Yeah, so man. good. And then he killed her. And then he's, you it know, of course. showed it, too. He showed her. She was in the dark. And then, he just, he just, he just, she's just begging for her life. Mm-hmm. And he just like. He just like, no. And, and he just like cuts off her head. Yeah, he's legit. And then he, of course. Again, another parallel between him and Anakin. He gets on his knees. Gets on his knees. And yeah. he says, I, I'm pretty sure it was the same dialogue as what Anakin said when, I, when he got on his knees after killing Mace Windu. And, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like, um, yes, master. Some, some yes, master. What is or, my, your you know, what is your What do you need me to do, master? Same, I'm pretty it, sure it was the same yeah. dialogue. And of same course, exactly, I was man. hoping that um, 
Sidious would go rise Darth Tyrannus or something like that. Uh, that, that. They didn't show that part. Uh, that would have been yeah, dope. He didn't even get called Tyrannus. He, he did was not. Dooku, Master Dooku. What's his first name? I don't know what his first name is, quite like, honestly. I don't think anyone it's knows. Du- is it Dooku? No, it might be Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> What's his know. last name? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's always just been Count Dooku. Yeah, obviously, Count counts Dooku. a title. Yeah, it counts a like title. Like a king. And then so, no one says Darth Tyrannus. No, not, not really many people say Darth Tyrannus, but even though that's his Sith name, so yeah. I don't know. I, guess I don't know. Whatever you want to call him. But yeah, so beautiful, <laughs> you know, amazing episode. You know, that concludes it. And wow, you just see that to see. And honestly, all three episodes played so well in together interval even though there were so many time jumps and so many years between them they molded so perfectly together yeah. to where it shows his deceit you know his his hatred towards what had occurred yeah and then his official going to the dark side the, yeah be- beautiful story like like you know you just said mm-hmm. he's he's turned turned away by the council he's turned away by all the injustices right the terrible things he see he's pushed away by this like you said the senate and the council right being manipulated by a greater force and then the one thing that makes him snap is the death mm. of his student it's yeah. a truly you know it's like really a shakespearean tale it was it was know? for sure yeah it was, i agree ah, listen man dude's my favorite i'm just glad that him justice i just wish we had more right and maybe we'll get that I, given the, I mean this could have easily been six episodes this literally could have is easily been a literal live action movie trilogy yeah if they wanted to go that route but yeah, truly you know it was who knows? But thank you, Filoni, for you know. Thank you, Dave, what you gave for us, Filoni, for sure, for reviving this and bringing us this character. And this was legitimately the first piece of Star Wars that we've ever gotten that takes place before Phantom Menace. So shout out there! That's cr- I cannot believe that. That's man. hard to think about. After all these years, like by the way, let's just not do anything. Yeah. That's, that's what canon. I want to see. That's, canon, that's what I want to see, so, man. It's really cool to say that. Mm. All right. So next up, we got to make the transition over to Ahsoka's Ahsoka. arc, which was also. You know, we had bias just because we've never seen Dooku like this before. We've never seen this Jedi yeah. arc. But honestly, Ahsoka's arc was just as good. Yeah, it was amazing. It was man. phenomenal. Like, you know, yeah, certain episodes were better than others, but at the same time, they were all three very well done, very beautiful. Yeah. Again, music. Oh, loved it. And, and you got to see different aspects. You got you to know, see and the buildup of story. what was happening to her story, which is amazing in Ahsoka. To me, anyways, the best female character in Star Wars. And to see that mm. um, is really cool as well. Yeah. Um, so let's get right into episode one of the series, um, which episode was Ahsoka's, um, which was titled Life and Death, um, which fits really well because, you know, of course, you have the final episode of Clone Wars being like victory and death or, you know, that's that death scene. and life, death and life. You know, so <laughs> we'll see. A lot I'm of not death. sure what it's titled, <laughs> but life and death. And then this episode pretty much just displays her birth and the customs of her home of her and people. her traditions and showing her people where she yeah. comes from. We've never got to see him before. No, we're not. I feel like, I mean. There's two things that this episode want to show us. Number mm-hmm. one, the people she came from. Right. You know, I mean, the whole village, right. the town, her parents, grandparents, their traditions. Number two, you know, the fact that she was force sensitive from a baby. To highlight her force you know, sensitive. I, I feel yeah. like those were the two themes, you know, to be they honest. Were. They were. It was foreshadowing, mm-hmm. I feel like, that, you know, Order 66. It was. The entire time with the it whole was. death. Themes, the whole right. death themes. I mean, you know, of but, course, she ran face to face with death with that tiger-looking thing. I think it was it, huge. That was man. huge. It was scary, man. That's and huge. of course, through the force and the connection, to the force between all living things, she was able to, of course, evade that. Remind me of a uh, Grogu in Mandalorian. It did. It did. Like, literally, I, I, bro, I thought of that. When I it agree. Happened. It did, and it was beautiful. And of course, um, one thing is, it's an odd tradition that at one years old you take your child on a hunt. Yeah, that's an odd tradition, but that's their tradition. I so. mean. <sighs> 
I ain't gonna bash it, but I feel like bashing this. Like, I mean, what? What a baby go? A baby gonna cry and use right. the bathroom, man. That gives you a <laughs> natural disadvantage. Right. I can't even lie though. But bro. I guess like, that may be the reasoning is because maybe it's not necessarily a rite of passage for the baby, but a rite of passage help for the mother them too. Um, yeah, because it might be you know twofold. the fact that a mother can go on a hunt and then protect her child while providing facing, while providing for it as well as um you know getting into these situations you may have to face so maybe it's more for the mother than it is for ahsoka and i know that they they want you know their young kids to it's just weird to make your one of your child experience but then again it also plays i mean you know when you have a lot of like indigenous tribes and that kind of stuff they have a lot of weird traditions so it kind of plays into that kind of thing and the rituals of life which is kind of fascinating to see you know more about um other worlds and other things Um, which was cool as well. Dude, so I, I almost that. cried when her mom killed that deer, dude. dude I just have a hard time watching animals Animal, die. It is hard. It is hard. I was like, oh, no. It can be hard, but you got to eat. Yeah, you got <laughs> to eat, eat, man. Um, so that was really, really cool to see. And, of course, seeing her force sensibility come from that. And that was pretty much it in episode one. Um, pretty much what I enjoyed about this episode was just the the beauty of the world that it showed and displayed, the music, yeah. and um, just the world building and the storytelling. I think I just enjoyed it as well. I like the end um, scene was riding different. on the big tiger yeah. thing. That was fire. It was cool. She's I mean, cool. if you're one years old and you was a baby and you riding in on a beast, bro, like, dude, that's instant respect. I know, I'm like, king! I know. <laughs> I make you I'm, queen! I'm handing that thing a crown. I'm handing it a crown. Man. You are my queen. <laughs> Whatever you For say, sure. man. For sure. All right, let's get into episode five, which was amazing. Um, I will mm. say, which is one called, of the shorter ones. It was the shortest of the series. It was, it it? was okay. the shortest and it's titled practice makes perfect. Um, and this episode oh, was so good. Mm. And we see in this episode, of course, Ahsoka is right now just training. It's like little battle bots in the Jedi temple. And we see Kanan Jarrus, little baby Kanan Jarrus over there with uh, his master, which was really cool to see yeah. as well. Um, but anyway, Yoda and Obi-Wan, Yoda, right? all, all, all these Mace people. Um, Yoda had the little, or not Yoda, but uh, Obi-Wan had a little mullet going on there. I, I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, was that him leading into episode, was this after now, episode two? This was what's weird to me because in Clone Wars, he has short hair, right? Yeah. So, and then this happened after the fact of Ahsoka becoming his pad one and she only had one lightsaber and throughout the entirety of Clone Wars, he just had short hair. But he had a mullet there. Yeah. Uh, that was a little bit weird. Maybe I'm not they just sure wanted to give him a different hairstyle. Place. I don't know. Spice but him up a little bit. I can get over that because he's still you know, love he's still love beautiful, Obi-Wan. man. Still looks great. Ryan you know? Reynolds is Obi-Wan. Hmm. Think about that. You and McGregor though. I mean <laughs> he, he, he has my, it. He has my heart as Obi-Wan. All right, <laughs> but anyway, we see that. Um, you know, her, she's doing really good training against those battle droid effects. One saber, but then, four droids. Of course, we see something really amazing and anakin's like it's not enough you want a real test i'll give you a real exactly test. and right. it's like it's it's just not enough you need to, you can do better and he puts up her of course this is before she gets her second blade but we see that later um he she has her first blade and then he puts her up against a whole complete circle of clones yeah. you know shooting stun blast at her and she in like has the, to, in the kill circle in the that kill you know, circle. they're famous for right i mean that's how they take down that's like, how they take that and that's you know again I'll talk that's about how they minute. kill that one homie um on that one planet <laughs> with the four arms and the, um, the bunch of oh yeah dude yeah um, right they get in a circle around well that's how they name. capture him and then later of Damn. course um the bad dude um yeah his name. so of course she's training she's not doing the best which is expected because that's a hard body. drill and that's that's the freaking 501st right that's mm-hmm. uh the one of the best what, what's his squads? name rex rex and his squad, squad. like yes, that's his that's best the and best Anakin says it's too he's like man if you can like survive these guys 
survive anything. Exactly. She's like, man, these guys twice. And then you get that build up of it's probably been a couple years or so. And she has the two blades, and then yeah. she's doing better. She's still probably, still not perfect, but she's doing a lot better. She's blocking it out, blocking it out, doing well. And then, of course, in that build up and seeing all of that, we get this amazing transition um, to the finale of Clone Wars. And you, you see the episode where she's like, you know, I hope, you know, we see Rex go, I hope all that training paid off. Yeah. And, and then, I didn't know there was a time jump at this point so, yeah. either. You didn't? I thought they were going to go back no, in the train circle. She had the, the look of what she did in the finale. I didn't know. So yeah. Face. She's like, I hope all that training paid off. And of course, as we know, the door is open. It did. And it's during Order 66. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just really cool to see that transition. Of course, it ends after that, this episode. But I have to, I have to talk about it in depth here because it was amazing. Because if you think back to the Clone Wars season finale and then the final four episodes, and then the third episode in this final four, you know, honestly, those are four of the best Star Wars anything. So, yeah. um, but that third episode, particularly, we see Order 66 in action and we see her get circled around by the clones and her block every single shot yeah. because she knows this time it is life or death 100%. Yeah. And she's, dude, she's done this drill for years. So for years. She's been preparing. She's been training well, with the five of first. Well, she's with the five of first or think, part of the five think of first. Think about Anakin's side, bro. I can almost guarantee you. She was the only one doing this drill. Mm-hmm. Imagine if every other Jedi Dude, yeah. or had actually, you know, heeded Anakin's teachings or his unusual yeah, a lot methods. More would have survived. Kiadi Mundi yeah. would be alive. Oh, yeah. A- Ayla Secura, she would be alive. She would be alive. You know? A lot of them would have been alive. She and survived because Anakin was just different. Man. Anakin was different. He had a different, different styles. He had different things he did. And it, because, and it was really cool to see that Oka, uh, Oka, <laughs> Ahsoka, I'm tired. Ahsoka <laughs> legitimately you know, lived through Order 66 because of Anakin, otherwise known as Darth Vader mm. and his teachings, who enacted Order 66. That's crazy. It's pretty man. amazing. And she was able, you know, she completely did that. And we see, you know, I was always wondering, like, in that sense, I just thought it was super dope that she was able to do all that with the two lightsabers. But yeah. now we see how yeah. she was trained. She was able she was to do trained. that. She's like, if you can get through the clones, you get through anything. Yeah. She did it. Uh, man, the dialogue honestly was the best. Part. It was so good. The dialogue and the transition yeah. to the you know, of course, those episodes and saying and like, I bam. hope that I hope that training paid off. And yeah. it did. I hope that training paid off. And it was off. beautiful. I love it. Like, oh, dude, that moment, dude, hard, so man. beautiful. It went hard. hard. So such a great uh, episode. Love that. Love everything that they accomplished in that. Mm. All right, then that brings us to episode six, which is titled Resolve. Mm. And man, I must say. This episode was again another one that was so. This this episode good. was very similar to Obi Wan episode one. one. I think. Yeah, it was it had dealing with guilt, dealing with right. your past, right. getting was, back in the action. But it was very very good. I mean, of course, we see right off the bat, we see um, what happens right after the finale of Clone Wars. And what she does is she decides she right off the bat she hears about Padme's death. She decides she's gonna go. Yeah, she got to church friend. She got to go to the funeral. Bail Organa, man. He's a legend, dude, dude. For sure, a legend. He's such like a wholesome guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he offers her help, gives her comms. Yes, is like I understand you don't want to, you know, be involved. But if you do, give me a ring. Whatever you need, I'm there she, for she you. Dips on I, him. I was like, yes. I was like, very good. And she and he does help later. But of course, her going to Padme's funeral and seeing that that she was there during that scene of Revenge of the Sith yeah. is just so cool to think about and see um, that she went to that and um, was able to be a part of that. And I'm of course, nobody recognized her. Well, she had the. Oh, she she had a hood. Up. She was all hooded she had up. The baseball cap. She'd be a Marvel character Dude, for sure. <laughs> Captain America. All right. So, but she was met by Senator Organa, like we said. And she and they said we can contact whenever she meets back up with Rex, and then they travel out. And then I guess I don't know how long of a time jump um, occurred after this time. She it still looks been, the exact same. She does, but then again, I mean, 
a couple years is going to be affected that. So I, I don't know if it's been a couple years or a year or something like that. Probably a year, if I had to yeah, guess, probably. or a year and What a happened half. to her she lightsabers, went, man? She left them on that planet. That's right. She buried them, didn't she? Yes. yes right. And eventually she gets wondering. some later, but um, we don't see that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, you know, we see her there. She's going to work. She's, she's working on a farming in a planet. She's on like. a farming planet, hiding away like normal, like most Jedi do during Order 66. Um, and then on this planet, she's, you know, she's, you know, difference between her and Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan is like almost completely unwilling to use his abilities, but she's like, I got to save this person. Like, dude, I, I that really was a uh, freaking Magneto in apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The exact same Saving, thing. It was, it was, it was only, something you know, falling on a coworker. He ended up massacring everybody else. Well, they killed his family. <laughs> <laughs> well, before that, he ended up like killing a bunch of the people in there. So, but you know, yeah, dude, he comes back in there and he's like, you know what? And it kills. It's everybody. like, screw y'all. <laughs> I can't blame I him. Who ratted me out? Exactly. But it was the exact same thing. You know, in, in the heat of the moment, you can't deny who you really are. Right, you know. I mean, to be honest, those hay bales. I doubt they would have killed the kid. Yeah. I mean, still, you don't know that. Going yeah, in, exactly. But. I mean, and it was cool to see that perspective um, of you know what would you do in a sense of seeing a Jedi save them, and then would you call the Empire and know that you could be in the good graces and possibly get a reward, or would you just shut up and be quiet? Yeah. About it? You know, uh, we always want to say we'd shut up and be quiet about it, but when you're starving, and when you're suffering, what would like you do? That, exactly. But at the same time, there's no guarantee with exactly. Them. But there's no guarantee that the Jedi will protect you either. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking out for their best interests. Right. But like I see, it was just a natural gut instinct mm-hmm. um, for her. Yeah. And then, of course, the Inquisitors end up coming, or an Inquisitor coming. And this Inquisitor, I must say, this is my favorite look I've ever seen of an Inquisitor. Terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. I think this is the fifth, or not the fifth, but the sixth brother. I think this was his title. Sixth brother. Uh, the All sixth right. brother. And he was like, he was menace, man. He had that triangle mask, and he was scary. And He wasn't di- very good at fighting. No, which we scary. see that. But he was scary. And he was like, you know, so he recognized her. He's like, Ahsoka Tano. So I wonder if it was like one of the Jedi Temple Guards, like a lot of the Inquisitors were Jedi I wonder, Temple Guards. I wonder, he's like. So, when he said, could it be? I was like, oh. Uh, Ahsoka Tana. I was like, oh. That part was crazy. It was crazy. Awesome, man. You got to talk about the little homie, man. Freaking sold out the entire village. Mm-hmm. Literally everybody died except for his family. Three right. people. Right. Like, he just came and killed everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Inquisitor, like anybody harboring mm. a Jedi, like, he was a brutal Inquisitor, man. He was like, ah, <sighs> uh, you know, I don't care about any of them. I just want her. I want to bring her towards me. You know, you see, you see fires, and maybe that'll bring her. You know, we get her to come faster. Yeah. Um, than before because she was off working. Yeah, she was off like delivering. The and she did, and they the they came back, and he was waiting on her. And of course, you they said had, there was a Jedi, and it was like I'm, and it, I, I did. Please, there is a Jedi. Yes. And then she shows up, and they. Fight and they have the confrontation and it was really quick. Like I was like, oh, we can't. It reminded me of Rebels, Obi Wan versus mm. Maul. It was very it couple was good. quick moments. It was good. And done. this fight, like even though it was so quick and fast, it was so good. And she didn't even have a lightsaber. Yeah. She just caught it, used the force to put it back in. Yeah. And then, well, no, she didn't. Well, she put one in and then used it. She just cut his head off. I, know, I, was, I was like, like what? Ahsoka, man. Well, like it doesn't even show his head. Like the thing, mm-hmm. like just collapses into the ground. Like, there's no head. Yeah, like the mask falls. I mean, she dodges it two is things. She catches the lightsaber, 
kicks him and then cuts off his head. I was like, bro, what? Right off the bat. I've never seen her do that with like another, you know. And we got to remember, though, she did forsake the Jedi, you know, path. I mean, she's no longer Jedi. She's technically a great Jedi. She's protecting the people there. She's protecting the people there. She's like, I ain't ain't doing with this. I'm just going to end it quickly. And she does it. And it was phenomenal. And, uh, of course, she's like, uh, she calls Bell back up, which was great. And then, um, you know, saves their people, even though the guy betrayed her and stuff. Um, which was, you know, to, to be honest, man, I was kind of unhappy because the dude that was responsible for the whole town's death. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. And you know, they tell him, they tell him, I know, like literally, it's okay, dude. I was so mad. I was like, you should have left him on that planet, man. <laughs> well, like I said before, like um, really, like he, I said earlier, he's the reason they died, right? And they just forgive him like that, right? Well, uh, like I said earlier, I mean. This is somebody who you, you have that choice of what are you going to do when you're suffering and you have a possible way of getting possible money, possible way out of this work, a way out of this land. What would you do in this situation? And again, like, we don't really know what we would do. But yeah, so that, I mean, you know. Bro, I would have left him there. I would have killed him too, low key. But honestly, though, like, you know, it shows that, you know, good people, you know, there at the time are there. So mm. that was cool in the sense there. So. That was how it ends. And of course, after this, Bell Organa says, you know, you're still looking for somebody. And then she's like, you know, I think I'm ready um, to help out. And this, of course, leads to her becoming Volcrum um, to help out with the Rebel Alliance. That was really cool as well to see that build up as well. We yeah. see Star Wars Rebels. And then eventually we'll see in the Ahsoka series coming next year, which I'm super hyped for as well. Hype. It'll be very good. Hype, baby. Um, so overall, very fantastic show. Yeah. Tells the Jedi. Amazing. Holy cow. I really, really hope we get more of this show we and need other Jedi. We need but it. honestly, like it needs we to be need a series, not just shorts. It needs to be I seasons. It they needs deserve be, more. It deserves so much more, and more. I think it could be so much better. Um, but it was great nonetheless. So let's get into ranking the episodes. Um, I guess we'll go least favorite to favorite. I all guess right. that's how we'll do. Um, do you want to start us off with um, yeah, your, yeah, you know, yeah. all no, of them? Favorite. Yeah, they're, they're all good. Let they're me all say. good. Um, but, but you know, is, summer this, this we like better than. I feel like. The worst and my least favorite. I, I feel like worst is wrong. I feel like just the least best is probably yeah, the, better yeah, terminology. The least best. There's better ones made. Yes. But that's not, yes. you know, taking it in the way, right, anything right, away from how right, good it was. Right, right. But uh, at the bottom, I think it's the first Ahsoka one, yes, Life and yeah. Death. I mean, yeah. like, see, there's just not ter- terribly much. It's a beautiful episode. You mm-hmm. know, we get to see themes of obviously the life and death we get to see her you know i mean it's obvious all jedi are for since they've really right right um as a kid but like i said it's probably you know right the bottom of the peg i agree that's what i have as well is um the first episode of ahsoka's life and death i mean this one was still a great episode and great effects but compared to the other episodes yeah it's just just not not the same level yeah um so that was i agree as well kick us off with number five all right i'll kick us off with the next one I feel like I probably have the um, second Ahsoka episode. Um, practice makes perfect. Still yeah. a great episode, but it was just her practicing. So it doesn't again compare to like the other stuff mm. that we see um, within the other episodes. Still a great episode and seeing what you know how she trained to survive Order sixty six. But I would say that would be next. yeah. And my number five, I have the actually third Ahsoka one. Really? Um, I, I, I mean, I guess the whole the whole theme of like we said guilt and getting back into action we you know we've seen before in obi-wan mm-hmm. episode one it was really cool to see her you know square off uh with an inquisitor but that fight was it was cool it was just shorter um but i i really do feel like uh episode two is better in that okay. regard than there were so i have i still get number three as my number five spot. okay all right you go ahead with your number four my number four i have the first dooku episode okay um 
not too much happened. We we just get to see the uh, you know him with his uh, a pretense. We get to see him you know start to distrust the mm-hmm. Senate. Stop you know kind of blindly following them. Uh, and it was cool to see him you know really snap. So I got Duke one in my fourth spot. Okay. In my fourth spot, I have um, the Dooku episode three choices. Yeah. Um, with him and Windu. Um, still again another you know it was a phenomenal episode. Um, but some of the other ones I just think you know stacked up better. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed more compared to this one. All right. All right, and then that brings me to my number. Um, was it three, three spot? Yeah, number three. Um, number three spot, and that would be. Oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> this gets <laughs> a little bit of hard. I'm gonna say probably episode two justice um, okay. for the Dooku arc. Again, I loved it, but and just well not any but but like you know just seeing the <laughs> young Jedi Knight Dooku and then Pad One Qui Gon Jinn together for the first time ever. Yeah, um, crazy was really cool to me. Yeah. And uh, to see uh, what they did in the village and his you know descent and his you know his hatred for some of the stuff going on. I really liked it. So yeah. that's my third. And my number three spot, I got the second Ahsoka episode. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorites. I know you touched on it being simple, but that's part of why I liked it so right. much. Right. And I think this episode showed more about Anakin than it did anybody else. Mm. I, I feel like it just validated his point the entire time. Right. I feel bad that no one ever really listened to him, but it was because of his unique methodology, his ideas that Ahsoka survives. And just seeing those time jumps, the beginning one to when she's trained with two right. lightsabers, to when she steps out in order. 66 it right. moves fast it's well done it's concrete and it just hits hard so no, I, understand. I got number three number two i'm putting in dooku his second episode mm-hmm. like i said it was really cool seeing with mace windu choices choices yeah he starts to you know distrust the the council whatnot going on there really cool to see him bowed out with mace windu uh and just to see him just diligently seek the truth mm-hmm. and what really happened so just showing that he really cares so that's my number two. All right. So for my number two, I have um, Ahsoka's last episode, Resolve. Really? Um, number two? Oh, uh, number two. I love this episode because you, you see the scenes from Revenge of the Sith. You know, it's during Revenge of the Sith. You see the re- re- what happened to her yeah. after the, the Clone Wars finale. And then, you know, what she did and her time after the fact of Order 66, what she was doing in that time. And then having to go up against that Inquisitor and, mm. and then dealing with, you know, all of those effects and things. So it was just, I love this episode. I think it was very well done. Very, very good. So I have it at yeah. number two. All right. So that brings me, I guess I'll start off with the number, number one, one spot. Baby. And speaking for the both of us, our both of our favorite episode, which is, of course, the um, the third and final, which is the fourth episode of the series, Count Dooku arc episode, which is the Sith Lord. Mm. Holy cow. <sighs> so, my personal favorite oh my of the series, goodness. for sure. Our personal favorite of the yeah. series. This episode was the epitome of perfect. Some of the best Star Wars we've ever gotten. It's up there comparatively with the Clone Wars finale, with yeah, Empire Strikes Back, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One finale, all of that. It's up there. It's up there, it's for, up there sure. for sure. Um, I mean, this whole series is, but that yeah. one specifically stands out as definitely one of the best. You see, of course, we have the talented voice cast with Liam Neeson, Emmett McDermott, Bryce Dallas Howard, all in it. Um, you know, the storytelling between you know, Dooku and the, you know, his, the, um, and what he goes to being manipulated by Palpatine and, um, seeing the transition between him to Anakin and, you know, having those ideas and stuff. And then of course, Qui-Gon, his death and the repercussions of that death. And then the Yaddle fight, just such a beautiful and amazing episode. Yeah. Look, man, obviously, like you said, I have a number one too. Um, it's, it's one of the best pieces of Star Wars Mm. I've ever seen. And I wasn't expecting that going in. Right. Um, But my, my absolute favorite thing about this episode was just seeing all the, 
all the parallels with Anakin because mm. he's probably my second favorite character. But, but just seeing how they were both equally manipulated, um, how they both you know suffered tragic losses, how they both you know went through this cycle of um, distrusting you know the council and senate and being distrusted back mm-hmm. by them, uh, it was just heartbreaking, man. And you're, you're talking about throwing that right. in 15 minutes. I mean, and we're seeing live for such a short amount of time. We're, holy seeing, cow. we're seeing live action, mm-hmm. 45, 50 minute episodes that do absolutely nothing to exactly. us. But they're like, here's 15 minutes of just, just heart, you know, wrenching beautiful, content. Beautiful. And beautiful. No, the, not the, a wasted moment. The stories with Yaddle, you know, and Dooku in the middle and Palpatine mm-hmm. and the, the pull between good and evil and him trying to make things right. But, Right. Choosing that wrong route and you know not really knowing where it's going to end up, it, it's just it's heartbreaking. This right. episode was phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. I, I really can't say enough about it. I agree. I, I loved completely it. agree. All right, to get to the ranking out of ten, it's hard to rank it because it's a series of shorts, so it's you know it's hard to rank it and stuff comparatively because you can't really compare it to like movies and show. But then again, yeah. it does provide us with some of the best canon pieces of Star Wars I've ever seen. Yeah, and from me personally standpoint, and I'll start us off with the ranking. Um, I had no flaws with the entirety of the series. I enjoyed yeah. every single episode, um, and I, I couldn't, I wouldn't have changed a thing. So I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. It was definitely a ten, 10 out. 10. out is it, that your first ten out of ten? No, no. I mean, well, I, I for this kind of thing, it is. But I would give it a ten out. Wow. I mean, there's just nothing I could do to make it, you know, any less perfect. Not even with bi- recency bias. I mean, it's just it was so good. Um, to the fact that, like, you know, there's just nothing I would have changed. Yeah. Um, I, y- y'all know I like to rank pretty, pretty harshly, but even my, my inner critic could not find too much wrong uh, with the show. I guess my only flaw is uh, some parts of the episode, uh, one, and just wishing it was a little bit longer. Uh, but all in all, uh, I'm going to give it one of my higher scores. I'm going to give it 8.5. Uh, you give it 8.5? Yeah, 8.5. It definitely borders on 9. I, I, mm. I've never given anything uh, a nine, I don't believe. Mm-hmm, you have. I have given a nine. Suicide you Squad. Have. You gave Suicide Squad a nine. You gave Peacemaker a nine. I, uh, you I, gave WandaVision a nine. I do you think gave, they uh, are almost at the same. Listen, if I gave decibels, this would be more like a, a point eight, point nine. It's mm-hmm. almost a nine, but I can't. I'm not going to put it there just yet. So I'm going to settle. I'm going to settle with 8.5. But listen, it's fluid. It might change. But that doesn't change the fact that that's still my favorite Star Wars piece I've ever Probably seen like the last five, six years. Yeah, so. I completely agree. And I mean, it's just, it was just it. so good. And, you know, I give it a 10. Again, I'm, I'm very like optimistic and, you yeah. know, I very just enjoy things so much um, when it comes to that. And I'm not afraid to give a 10 out. Um, and I'm, I'm giving this a 10 because I think it's worthy of that. Mm. Um, so you heard it here first. <laughs> All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available everywhere. So check us out. Um, we're on Spotify, uh, Google, uh, Amazon. Um, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you want to stay up to date with all of our announcements and updates, check out our socials. We have a TikTok, Here's the Moment, with an extra T, then Here's in the Moment on Instagram. We have a ton of previous episodes. And speaking of, our latest episode was Latest Superhero News, I believe. Uh, or Andor. Andor Episode 7. Uh, 8. Never mind, it's 8. Dude, I get lost with all our episodes. <laughs> There's a lot of episodes, and we cover a lot of stuff, so you should definitely check it out is what I'm saying. All right. We just want to thank y'all for listening, and as always, we love you 3,000.